you want to do all kinds of freak show shit in your own house, knock yourself out. Outside of that, I got no tolerance for it. We drive our kids to school and, uh, and this is a little bit off script, but, and by the way, listen, thank, thanks for showing up for this podcast. I, I know you don't have to be here. You don't have to listen to me. I come here and I show up every day because I want to give you guys value. I'm going to be dropping how to make a million dollar business in 12 months, step-by-step step, all in this podcast. I'm not gatekeeping anything. I'm not pitching anything, but I'm telling you if just tell somebody about my podcast, tell somebody if you got value out of it, tell somebody if you, if you liked it, share it, throw them my way, give me a review on, on Spotify, on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to, because you know what, the world needs more of people telling the truth and trying to help other people out versus just coddling other people. So if you got something out of this, just share it and, and tell people uh, about what we do here and, uh, and just give this show a good review. All right, now that we got that out of the way. And I mean, like, really, like, I, I love that you're here. And if you don't want to be here, well, then why the fuck are you listening, right? But we were dropping off. We drop off our kids at school. And this morning we dropped off our, our son. And my wife looks over and says, is that, is that a teacher? And there's a lady standing at the door. She looked homeless. She was probably about a buck 10 overweight. That's 110 pounds overweight, 270, 280. No, she doesn't have a gland problem. And I've seen thousands of x-rays. I've never seen big bones on an x-ray. And, and her hair looked like, the, like a tuft of fuchsia on a fishing lure. And I thought, that's a fucking clown teaching in this school that my son gets to see every day and is subject to every day where young minds are looking at that and thinking that's normal. And that that's okay and that's appropriate. Someone who has no self-respect, no self-worth, and is supposed to be what? Teaching young people how to conduct themselves in the world? No wonder there's a problem. You already know how I feel about formal education. I think it's a joke. And, and every day I get proven right. If you're a teacher, you have an obligation to show up as such a badass motherfucker that the kids look at you and go, damn, that teacher's savage. You, you can't show up fat and sloppy or deciding whether or not, you, you know, you're going to sew on a penis or, or implant some boobs and you're a dude. You can't fucking do that to our kids. You want to do all kinds of freak show shit in your own house, knock yourself out. Outside of that, I got no tolerance for it. These are my children. So when I see stuff like this, I think it, it made me realize, it went through my head when we were working out, and I honestly think you need more, you need more fucking bullying in your life. Let me explain what I mean by that, because everybody right now is all oh, fucking bullies. We don't want bullies. What an asshole. My son got bullied at school. There was a cyber bully. Maybe if your son didn't wear a dress and throw like this, he wouldn't get bullied. See, here's the problem. When you tell the truth, you are now a bully. When you tell the truth and hold somebody accountable, you're an asshole. So I'm all for bullies and assholes. What's happening right now is everything is backwards. People that are winning get bullied by the fat, sloppy, broke motherfuckers at the bottom. And that's accepted. 
That's socially acceptable that if I'm at the bottom and I'm fat and I'm sloppy and I'm broke and I sit on my couch and I play video games as a grown ass man or woman and I'm not getting paid for it, it's not my career and all of this and I complain and I wait for my government handout and I don't go to work even though there's millions of jobs available out there and then I go through social media and I throw shade on anybody that's winning, what the fuck do you think you are? You're a bully. You're a bully. So here's the problem I'm having with all of that. And, and by the way, by the way, if you're fat, I think you should, you should know damn well you're fat. You know already. If you're broke and weak by choice, I think you should, fuck, I'll absolutely tell you. And then I'll show you how to get out of that hole that you dug for yourself. But I think you need a little ridicule. You need a little bullying. It's what keeps you grounded and gives you drive. You know what, everything? So when, when I was a kid, if ever I got bullied, all that did was fuel me anyway. Why the fuck would you use that to turn yourself down? That's what bullies used to do. They would make you look at yourself and go, oh, man, I'm going to go. People would get bullied, go home for the entire summer, work out, come back, be bigger and stronger. And all of a sudden, the bully would leave them alone. What are you? You get bullied by people that have nothing to, they've never accomplished anything. They've never done anything with their life. And so now people, they're not, they're not afraid of the work required to succeed. They're not afraid of the skill set they don't have that they will have to learn or the time that they have to invest or the capital they're going to have to borrow to make it happen or the massive lifestyle change they're going to have to do. They're afraid of the bullying they're going to get from all you fucks at the bottom that think it's okay to throw shade on somebody who's trying to become better just because you can't. Pisses me off. Because, I, you know, killers and, and successful people are being ostracized and ridiculed by the people that have never done anything with their life and are probably never going to do anything and are going, we demand to be heard we need, you're shaming me because you're rich. You're shaming me because you're fit. You're shaming me because you have a, you know, $300,000 watch. You're shaming me because you carry a gun. You're shaming me because you drive this car. You're shaming me because, 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 but all you're doing is looking for problems. So you don't have to do the work. See, ask yourself that. Do you, if, if you're at the bottom and you're so busy being triggered and throwing hate or shade on anybody you see that's winning, and you jump into that big giant circle of all the other people that are bullying the winners, do you really have a problem or are you just joining that group because it keeps you in the good graces of that group? You know, do you really have a problem with them? Or are you just looking for a reason to create a problem so that you can validate not doing something? Even the healthcare system, it's broken. It's not healthcare, it's sickness care. I saw a commercial the, the other day with this big fat fucking lady in this yellow outfit talking about how she dropped her A1C levels and her, she doesn't have joint pain or whatever it was. And she's running around promoting this drug. She's gotta be a hundred pounds overweight. She's a fat, sloppy, gross ass woman. And I think about, I'm like, what? There, healthcare is non-existent. You have to take responsibility for your own health because nobody else is going to do it for you. But when I watched that commercial, we were driving to the airport, Brandy and I, and I had this revelation about the commercial where I went, holy shit, you know what they're doing? Their, their entire 
research program to create new drugs is all predicated on making sure that you stay where you're at and you're just comfortable, not helping you upgrade, which is going to cause growing pains. And they're not doing it because of what you get. They're doing it because of what they get. It's easier to keep you fat, let you eat your cookies, drink all your bottles of wine every night, get bombed on alcohol every Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday, do all your drugs, sit around, complain, and manifest these problems and diseases. It's easier to allow you to do that, but then give you a drug that placates you either with a nocebo or a placebo effect, or actually dopes you up so you don't feel anything, but you don't have to change or do any work. It's easier just to take a pill, and they know that. If you want something, it's going to hurt. If you want to succeed, it's going to hurt. If you want to win, it's going to hurt. If you want to be fit, it's going to hurt. If you want to have a strong marriage, it's going to hurt at first. You're going to have to go through all the tough conversations and the things that suck, but you're, you're not willing to do that. And they know that. So they capitalize on that. They went door to door about with a smallpox vaccine advertisement, basically door to door, trying to sell the smallpox vaccine. And they told everybody how bad the disease was. And they had about a 15% compliance. And then they changed it. They showed a little child covered in separative pustules and said, this is what happens when you get smallpox. 97% compliance. They know how you think and they do it better than you do because you're not willing to stand up to the weak ass bullies that are trying to keep you at the bottom. You really think about that. Listen, I had a, I had a PE teacher. His name was Mr. Cragen. And we had one fat kid in my class. I still remember her name was Jennifer. I won't say her last name, but I do remember. And this is elementary school. I remember this. But he was the gym teacher that this is exactly how it would work. Mr. Cragen would see this fat kid jiggling up and down the gymnasium and go, listen, hey, you're fat. We got to work on this. You're fat. You don't get lunch today. You're fat. You're running laps. That would be the first thing he would do. The second thing he would do would be call the parents and go, what the fuck are you doing feeding your son or your daughter candy bars every day at lunchtime? You're wrecking your child. What's the matter with you? See, neither one of those things happen anymore. But you guys would call that a bully. People would be like, you're bullying that kid. No, you're helping that kid. You're helping that kid become the best version of themselves. But now telling someone the truth makes you an asshole. It makes you a bully. So they flip the script and they bully everybody who is winning because there's, there's no incentive anymore to win. The incentive to actually succeed is so low because they are most of the people winning. If you're playing a sport, they go, well, what doesn't matter? There's going to be some obese man, woman, that's going to show up on the field who decided to either sew on or chop off a dick and they're going to give the victory to that person because they don't want to offend anybody. So the people that actually are going to win, they go, well, it doesn't really matter what fucking effort I have. They're going to give it to somebody who does, they got a 19th place trophy in elementary school because they didn't want to feel left out. You didn't earn that trophy, man. You were the last on the team. You ran across the finish line dead last and they handed you a medal how is that improving anybody that's not doing anything that's teaching everybody to be soft and weak and accept it and think that they're entitled to deserve anything for doing nothing but you don't deserve anything the problem is it's the fat lazy ones at the bottom the weak whiners at the bottom that are waiting for their government handout and they're waiting for someone to come and rescue them which always happens because heaven forbid we make somebody struggle and earn their place. Except 
all of that struggle is required. You know, th there's only a couple of traits that really successful people have, and, and I'll touch on those in a second, but you're, you're taking away the tests required for success. You're taking away the tests required to become a better version of yourself. You're taking away the tests required to level up and upgrade your own life. Like my daughter, two years ago, she was in school. I was like, why, what the fuck is going on in the last week of school? You could bomb the entire year. You could walk into the last week of school with a fucking F. Now, listen, I'm not a huge proponent of formal education. You already know. Yes, I drink Coke Zero. I love these things. Go ahead, hate on me for it. I don't care. You could totally blow the entire year. The last seven days or the last five days of school, the teachers just give you assignments and papers and mini tests that a monkey could pass to bring up your grade so you get to move to the next grade. You know what happened when I was a kid? You failed the grade. You stayed behind. When I was in California, they created this magic rule that just fucked everybody up that went no kid left behind. Why? Because of the trauma of them not doing the work? So now you could graduate high school thinking that one plus one is orange. You get a diploma, 12th grade, welcome to the world because they're more concerned about putting you into the system so they can take your money in the form of taxes, keep you stuck in a prison cell for 45 years of your life called your job, making just enough to get by and then have barely enough to survive when you quote unquote retire and then die when you're 70. You never lived. You were a piece of a machine. And that's what you're celebrating when you celebrate victimhood and you're ostracizing all the people that are doing everything they can to change that. It's embarrassing. Like, like I said, they're making it difficult to pass the test because now you're punished. You're punished by the ones at the bottom for becoming the one at the top. When you sit there with your, your friends and <laughs> this is the best. I gotta move this mic because I'm just gonna sit here and go off, I think. But when you sit there with your friends and you start to make a little progress in the gym, you lose 10 pounds, you lose 15 pounds, you got 50 more to go, but it's noticeable. And your friends start going, oh, what? Now you're just too cool. You don't eat burritos. You don't drink with us on Fridays. You know, And you're like, no, I don't. Because I have more self-worth. Because I see a target and I want to get there. And those friends lean in on you and start throwing shade and make fun of all the things you're doing. What do you think they're doing? Do you, do you figure that out? They're fucking bullies. But you're going to listen to them because you're going to start believing what they say or you're going to look at the source and you're going to be like, well, listen, this is my brother that's saying this. This is my sister that's saying this. These are the people I grew up with. Well, if those are the people that you grew up with and they're getting in your way and trying to talk you out of or bully you out of doing the things that you want to do, you need to either separate from them or accept the fact that your life is never going to change. Because if you cannot maintain course on what you want when you meet adversity, Adversity in the form of challenges, stress, catastrophe, bullies, people around you, all trying to get you to change course. If you can't maintain your target and stay the path, you will not win. If you can't speak it and continue towards it, you will not win.
and people right now are afraid to speak it because they get bullied by all the shit bags at the bottom that think they're doing anything of value. Like this world, you're taught from, from a very early age, you are taught convenience, that everything should be convenient, should be easy, should be fast. You shouldn't have to work very hard to get it. Drive-throughs and machines that do the work for you and all of that. You're taught that that's normal and that's how you should have your life. And anything that deviates from that is, is just a, a catastrophe. So then when work is required for you to upgrade your life, you're already taught that that's not how it should be. So you go against that right away, even in your own psychology. And then you have other people jump on that bandwagon and start saying the same thing to you. And you wonder why you quit because all the people around you have already quit and they don't want to be alone. Like you, you look at your life, look at your life right now. Just please look at your life right now and think of anything that you have created of worth in your life. Anything that you have really, like you are just mad proud of that you're like, damn, yeah, I did that. That is me. Look at that. That is all me, baby, that you made it. Whatever that is, you had to go through massive struggle to get there. Don't tell me you didn't because I know you did. But you're being taught to avoid the struggle. And even if you go into the struggle and towards the fire and into the gunfight, you're being ostracized by the people at the bottom who chastise you ridicule you for becoming more because you're causing them to look at themselves. So why are you listening to those people? There are two things. There's, there's what winners do with bullies and there's what people who aren't willing do, winning do with bullies. People that are winning, if you're a killer inside, all that a bully does is give you fuel. Like when they said, I would never be rich. I would never beat cancer. I'm going to be in a wheelchair. Um, we're never going to have kids. You're never going to succeed. You're not going to be fast enough. You're not going to be strong enough. You're not going to be blah, blah, blah. All the bullshit that they said I couldn't do. I just said, go ahead, motherfucker, bet against me. Put my back up against the wall. I'll show you exactly what I'm capable of. And I've done it all, all of it. And all of a sudden now they're like, oh, wow, we knew you could do it. But the entire time coming up, everybody bet against me and whispered behind my back, like, dude's going to fucking fail. I hope he fails. What an idiot. He's so fucking stupid. Why is it that the people at the bottom aren't called bullies? Why is it that the people at the bottom that are throwing shade at you for deciding to become better aren't called bullies, but when you win, you're a bully? Now, do you see what I'm talking about? Fuck them. That's what you have to say. If you're 100 pounds overweight with your head that looks like a fuchsia fucking fishing lure and you're trying to tell kids how to live their life, you know what? Fuck you. You have no business being at that school because they're looking at you modeling who you are. That's the problem I have with that. Because if you think that a 10-year-old has a mature enough mindset to differentiate between what you say and what the parents say when they spend more time with you as the teacher than they do with their parents, you're so fucking stupid and I'm pretty sure you know what you're doing. So whoever, if you're listening to this and you're that teacher, dude, I'm going to work as hard as I can to get your ass fired. Like that's just, you just see, it just makes me fucking mad. I'll tell you this. The world needs more ridicule, needs more bullies. And you know what? Here's, you get called an asshole for telling somebody the truth because what? You told them the truth to have them upgrade their life and you're willing to help. You just go, hey, listen, you're fat. You're broke. You have a problem. Your marriage is on the rocks. Let me show you how to do it better. Let me help you. And then you get called an asshole. How does that make sense? But if I went, oh God, it's okay. You can totally stay fat. 
In fact, here, can I get you some cereal? Can I get you a Snickers bar? Maybe a cigarette? Oh God, you're, you're having, you're struggling in your marriage. Do you want, do you want some, some what? Some oxys? You want some alcohol? No problem, man. I, I got you. Let me give you a hug. Take as long as you like. How is that helping anybody? See, the incentive to do better was provided by the trauma that you receive. But now trauma is something that people look at and go, we want to avoid it at all costs, but you can't avoid it. That's what, that's the test. That's the test. If you sit there and you say that you want a better life, you want more fitness, bigger muscles, a better marriage, a bigger business, all of those require test after test after test. Except now when you're presented with the test and if you're ambitious and you decide that you're going to go that direction, you're going to go for it and you're going to go through everything you've got to go through to get there, everybody comes out of the woodwork and starts bullying you to do what they want you to do. But these are people that have never accomplished anything or if they've tried, they've failed and they've quit. Why would you ever listen to them? See, you know what it is when you stand up to a bully, you turn around, you punch him in the fucking face. They stop bullying you. So do that. People start bullying you. You stuff your wins right down their throat. You make them choke on that shit. You become what you said you were going to become in spite of whatever they're saying. That's how you take on one of those people or all of them. See, the incentive to win is gone. So take it back. Because here's what successful people do. Anyone that's going to succeed or on the road to success or who wants to win looks at every single challenge, every single catastrophe or adversity the same way. They look at it, they look at it as, what do I have to overcome and what's the lesson? What am I going to learn? What skill set am I going to develop by overcoming this? Am I going to become faster, stronger? Am I going to learn a new skill set? Am I going to grow my business? Is my marriage going to get better? Am I going to understand X, Y, Z better? It doesn't matter, but everything becomes a lesson. That's what the people that win think about when they're faced with adversity. Then they tune out everything anyone else says, or they use it as fuel. The people who aren't winning, the people at the bottom judging everybody else, calling the people that are winning bullies, which is fucking hilarious to me. Those people look at every catastrophe as an excuse to stop doing what they're doing and a reason why, and then they use that to validate why they should never do it again. That's the difference. That's number one. Like you have to look at your life and go, what am I getting? What, what skills, everything that you have acquired in your life that is of any worth required difficulty. They're called growing pains for a reason. Like now it's a competition online on who has the biggest catastrophe, who has the biggest problems. And it's a contest to see whose problems are bigger, not how you overcame them. See, when I was younger, back when like, when people were just stacking wins because everybody else was rooting for you, it was, what did you overcome and how did you do it? Show me. Now, when you're working to overcome anything, any wall that's in your way, when you're looking to climb that thing, everybody on the same side of you, as you tries to pull you back down and tell you why it's smarter to do that. And if you still ignore them, then they trash talk and bully you, but they call you the asshole for going against the grain. Well, that's okay. Uh, I'll be your bully. I'll bully you all day, baby. I'll be your bully. I'll be the asshole because I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. That's the truth. So you do what's required to get to where you want to go. Because when you listen to it, here's what happens. When you listen to a bully who gets in your face and tells you not to do the things that you want to do or makes fun of you for them or ridicules you for your success and you stop, you still want that goal. You still want that target, but now you're bitter and miserable and you carry that cross until you fucking die. Unless you actually do the work and go against whoever that person is. So what stress do you want? Because either one of those 
is based on two things. One, it's your decision. And two, the actions that you take. And they're both open to you. You can do whatever you want. Choose one. At any time, you can decide, fuck this. I'm going to do everything I've got. I'm not going to listen to you. Why? Because you don't have anything I want. Because your life is a dumpster fire. Listen, if you look at everybody that's avoided all the stresses and catastrophes in their life, and they've tried to play safe, and they've dodged and juked around all the struggles to make sure they don't have any, and they sit at home, and they throw hate, and they judge, and they play video games all day, and they watch reruns of, of fucking NCIS all day, and they spend their entire week looking forward to the weekend. If you look at any of those people, 100% of the time, they have one common theme. Their entire life is a dumpster fire. They have a shitty life. None of them have an excellent life. None of them. You look at the people that are struggling and fighting and treading water while people are throwing weights on them, carrying cross after cross after cross up the hill. All those people, it might look like from the outside that their, their life is horrendous. Inside, they're killing it knowing that every time they take a step, they're upgrading where they are. But you got to be willing to do that. Like you, you do understand that we can dwell and cry and whine on what somebody else is saying or where we are in our life. None of that's going to change our position. Nothing is going to change until you change your perception of whatever it is and the actions you take thereof. It's not. Here's what the other thing is. Successful people look for more struggle. They don't hide in a corner, hiding under a blanket, hoping that their life gets better by doing nothing. Hope is a terrible strategy for success. It doesn't exist. So you can hope your way all the way to the grave or you can just get up and do some shit. If you decide that you want a better life, then you have to do the things required. But that means taking it upon yourself to not listen to the bullies telling you to not do what you want to do. Like I said, you need more assholes and real bullies in your life that are going, dude, you suck at this. Here's how to do better. Let me tell you the truth. You're fat. Here's how to do better. This business thing you keep doing, you're doing it the wrong direction. In fact, that's the dumbest way. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen anybody do in a business. Do this instead. Those are the assholes you need in your life. Those are the bullies you really need. Not the ones at the bottom that are trying to bully you into not doing the things that you want to do, not taking the actions that are going to upgrade your life. Like, just so you know, when you make progress, the bullies are going to show up. The shitty ones at the bottom, the weak ones. You have a decision in this world and you can make this decision at any moment, every time, every day, every second of your day, you can remake this decision. And that is to go, I refuse to listen to anybody else's opinion who doesn't have the life and success that I want. You can do that at any time. It doesn't matter who it is. It could be your mom, your sister, your brother, your husband, your, your, your wife. It doesn't matter. They don't have the life that you want in every capacity. They haven't accomplished the things that you want to accomplish. How can they give you advice? They can't. Oh, I'm sure there's some therapist that just losing her shit right now because they're like, I have a PhD. Yeah, but you got a bunch of books, man. I don't give a fuck about your books. I got stacks of degrees behind my name. That was the biggest waste of my time. I learned more about business by being in business. I learned more about, more about being a doctor by being a doctor. So just take your books, put them back on the shelf, read them, use that as a platform, keep going. The books you read and the people you meet are what are going to define the rest of your life. So read the books, meet the people, take the actions. But you have to choose. But I'm going to tell you right now, you want to have a great life is up to you. You want to get to where you want to go is up to you. And everybody's going to come out of the woodwork to try and stop you. The successful people look at every adversity as what is the lesson that I'm going to get out of this? What is the skill set I'm going to get out of this? They look at everything that comes their way and every person that tries to slow them down as fuel to keep going. 
So you have to make the decision to go, you know what? Go ahead, fucking bet against me. I will put my back against the wall myself and, and zero my options. I will zero out my options. So the only thing that I can do is win, that I have no other direction I can go. When you do that, when you decide, and that's your decision, when you decide to go, I have no direction but winning, no matter who shows up, what happens, zero out my options. When you do that, you win. Because you win by default. You have no other direction. You do that and you resolve that advance and never give up. You are the most unstoppable person on the planet. But that's based on what you do, not listening to the ass clowns that come out and call you names for being successful. So I'll tell you this. All the people listening that are going, oh, my God, I can't stand what he's saying. He's making fun of the people at the bottom. Yeah, you need a whole bunch of ridicule and then somebody to show you how to do it better. And then you need to fucking listen. But don't worry. I'll be your bully. I got to go. Peace out. I love you guys. Thanks for listening.